Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We are back, continuing in our fall season of 2017, and um, there's so much going on, right? So we've had um, hurricanes and all kinds of political stuff going on and all kinds of world events going on and floods and fires and you know, there's a lot going on. It seems like the fall is, is good for, uh, you know, obviously it's hurricane season, and it's also fire season, so the fall gets kind of intense um, anyway. But there there is a lot going on, and there's a lot of shifts and changes um, in the energy too. So um, as bad as it seems, it is actually a forward progression. I've done a lot of meditating, a lot of channeling on this, and I wanted to devote today's show to some of the um, the, the things that I've gotten uh, from from that information and uh, and just also to to give you some of the things that I do when I was um, living in more weather oriented uh, locations when I was back in New Jersey I went through many many hurricanes and nor'easters and blizzards and all kinds of stuff so you kind of get very intuitive with the weather there and uh, you know especially the northeast but um whether you are sitting in the actual locale of these storms and various events or you're watching from afar, there is stuff that you can do. And um, even though we got through Hurricane Irma and Hurricane Harvey, and I don't know where Jose is. I haven't paid attention today to the news. I was recovering from all the news coverage of the other two. Um, you know, there's going to be more, right? There's always going to be another world event. There's always going to be another storm, you know, storm. And with global warming and everything else and climate change, we're going to have more of these storms. So it is important to learn how to, and it's an opportunity to learn how to use your frequency to manage things that aren't so pleasant. You know, a lot of times we focus on manifesting funding and relationships and, um, you know, material things and cars and jobs and, you know, all that. But the, when you when you really get fluent in how to manage your frequency, you will see that you can um, very successfully apply it to anything that you are up against. Anything from finding your socks in your drawer, <laughs> um, remembering you know lost items or whatever, to managing things like you know storms and and you know God forbid you're in any kind of you know volatile situation, um, doing that as well. So. Um, we're going to get into that in a couple of minutes. I wanted to give you a special announcement. I'm really, 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 times zillions and zillions um, excited about a new quiz that I've worked extremely hard on. So I want you all to take it if you haven't taken it already. Um, it's called the What is Your Frequency Quiz? And I've been wanting to do this for years. I've had various quizzes come out and they didn't quite, you know, gel and I did a lot of 
checks and balances and research and channeling and oh gosh and you know it's, everything's t- divine timing too and um finally got this thing done and have a really good team now finally have like really really strong technical teams so they they can uh they can pretty much do anything and i have never had that before so um that helps and so we finally got this thing done and so it's going to it's 10 quick questions but you get to get like an actual assessment of how well you use your frequency and how much you're maximizing that magnetic energy that you have um and once you get that assessment depending on your score you'll get a specific video based on your score of me giving you some tips um on how to move forward um, and, and I and I say move forward in the sense of things that you might not be considering. That there's various levels how, and how you use your frequency, and so at each level there's stuff that you're probably doing and stuff that you're probably not doing. So I give some um, specialized tips for that. So if you'd like to take the quiz, um, the link is in the description of the show here. So it's um, theahaway.com. So that's our main website now, the A-H-A-Way, W-A-Y, uh, dot com. And it's forward slash what hyphen your hyphen frequency. Now, the easier way to do that, <laughs> um, so it's what dash your dash frequency. But you can also go on Facebook at um, AHA Moments International. Just look up uh, Facebook.com forward slash AHA Moments um, International. And I have the, the quiz posted there on that on our main um, page on our business page, and then also on my other page, Mariana M. Cooper. So it's ahamoments.com slash Mariana M. Cooper. You'll see the, uh, it there as well. There's lots of different ways. It's, it's also probably in your email because it was probably attached to the email that you got about the show. But however you get to it, take the quiz. It's, it's actually very enlightening, um, and I think that it's it's a really good start point for you. There's also a, um, a what I call a get the frequent of the frequency booster toolkit. And so I played around with a lot of different ideas of what to do to get people started. And it doesn't matter what level you are, um, to focusing on your frequency and on that sort of uh, your, the evolution of your frequency, uh, becoming fluent in your frequency, or frequency mature, however you want to say it, there's steps. And so um, this little kit that I put together includes uh, a, a two-part in- audio intro, and it includes um, a, an actual MP3 to help you to um, actually do alignment sessions step-by-step. Step. And then also it includes a full-length class of the of a series that I'm doing, that I did, called um, Taking Your Quantum Leap with Your Parallel Realities. And it's one of my really popular courses. Um, it's a full-length course. It's a full-length master course. So you, what you do is you get a full, the first full class of that course all for $11, and that is like a no-brainer, and, you know, it's not like a, a big profit center or anything, but it's an introduction. It's getting you into the work and um, really giving you a taste of, you know, what, and, you know, sort of a delay of the land of daily practice MP3, which would be the alignment sessions, doing daily alignment sessions, so you have that step-by-step plus, some, you know, the first blush into um, what a full master course feels like. And there's also a $50 off coupon if you want to get the whole course. So it's really, it's cool. I'm excited about it. Um, people have been excited about it on Facebook. I, I put it up. I, like, kind of launched this thing yesterday, um, last night, and um, already people are really into it and getting nice emails and whatnot. So I'm excited about it. You're going to hear a lot more. We've got lots of other stuff coming up. 
but this is, you know, this is a way that you can see where you are, where you're at. And everybody's born with these frequencies. This is not like a gift. I know somebody said to me, oh, you have a gift. And, you know, and I'm like, I don't really have a gift. I just know about frequency and I've managed it. And I've, you know, taken a lot of time to, you know, educate myself and also put it into practice. Listening to these podcasts and listening to telesummits and watching Gaia TV, because I know several people have recently seen on Gaia TV, and, um, you know, all of these, these different things are great. But what's going to really make the difference for you in your world is to put it into practice. You know, there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. And knowledge, of course, is collecting the information. Wisdom is putting into practice and, and gathering experience from it, right? And and um, and and then you know doing your checks and balances and adjusting your sales and going a little bit further. Um, so I'm excited about these tools and um, really super easy way to get us, get into the work and uh, and let me know how it goes. All right. So I'm looking forward to learning more about how you do on the quiz and hopefully um, seeing you in some classes. So. Um, Let's get a li- let's get into the content for tonight now, and let's talk about, um, you know, why you can use your frequency to influence these types of events. Because one of the things that people really think is that things like, you know, acts of God and all that, of course, are out of our control. And there's a certain aspect of them that are, um, but there's other aspects that are not. And so. Um, when it comes to your frequency, wherever your attention and your thoughts go is where your energy follows. And so, um, you know, we have these, this, this interconnectedness. We're all part of this energetic field, this energy field, and we're also made up of the same substance that that field is made up of. So, you know, as we sort of move, everything moves. Even though you may not see it in, in the flesh, energetically, everything is being influenced by your thoughts, by your emotions, by your intentions. And, um, and when you know how to set a specific intention and then manage your emotion around it, that's when you start to get um, deliberate results. Now, you're, you're using all of this anyway. You hear me say this over and over again. Um, most of the time what we're doing, though, is we're taking the circumstances, so the outcomes of our frequency focus, and we're looking at the circumstances and we're managing from the circumstances. We're not managing from the energy. And this is where this work kind of flips the apple cart of how we're raised and what we're, you know, taught to focus on. So we are taught, you know, um, somebody insulted you and that's a circumstance. So now you have to figure out, do I make myself better so I never get insulted again? Do I go after this person? Do I get angry? Do I self? Do I cry? Do I run away? Do I do with clearing so that I don't have toxic energy on me? You know, but you're you're managing from the circumstance. And when you start working with your frequency, the first question you're going to naturally ask, and this is after it becomes a habit. I'm not saying this is the beginning. You know, this is something you you know you naturally do. But you, after this becomes a habit, you'll say, okay, what what in my frequency influenced this behavior? You know, now. Um, it's not what's wrong with me. That's not the question. It's what's in my frequency. What what dominant energy is in my frequency that would influence this behavior? So if you are um, having this intention that you just want to get from one end of your day to the other, and you're slogging it out, and you're feeling like kind of a victim of of your circumstances, you're exhausted, you hate your job, 
Um, you hate your boss. You're tired of your husband. You've got all these this big to-do list. You can't get things done. You're exhausted. So you and you just want to have a peaceful day. I just want to have a peaceful day. I just want to have a peaceful day. I hate my husband. I hate my job. I hate my this. I hate my that. I just I just need peace. I just need peace from one end of the day to the other. And then cashier is really mean. Why is that? You say, and you say to me, oh, Mar, you know, I asked for peace, and now I get this mean cashier. Well, your intention, which is your thoughts, one out is I just want peace. Fine. That's perfect. That's the electrical part. That's the turning on the light switch. It's turning on the engine of the grid. Your intention, your thought, your desire is the electrical part. Okay? The other part, though, that this energy, whatever this thing is, is going to travel back to you on, the momentum part, the magnetic part, is your emotion. So whatever your emotion is, is what's going to really flavor that intention. So if you're sending your intention out and then you're backing it up with the emotions of uh, allowance and joy and bliss and focus and, you know, regardless of what the circumstances look like or however, you know, people are reacting to you, you're, you're, you're putting, uh, uh, you know, that strong, high love, you know, uh, positive emotional spin. Circumstances that could be awful turn much softer. They may not be perfect, but they go softer. However, if you're saying, I just want peace, oh, God, I just need some peace, I just need some peace, and you are then in between, I just need some peace, and, oh, I can't believe she did that to me. Oh, let me call my friend and tell her what she did now. Oh, my God, I need to analyze this. Oh, that's, this is, you know, and you're going down this negative spiral. What you're doing is you're flavoring your intention with that negative energy, with that negative thought. Right? You're flavoring your intention with what you don't want. So you're saying, I want peace, but then you're, the stronger piece of that is that you have this extremely intense negative emotion spinning up from yourself. So that goes out onto the grid as the magnetic aspect. So you have electromagnetic fields. The, the energetic grid is an electromagnetic field. So that's how manifestation, law of attraction, all that works, on an electromagnetic field. And that's why they say, oh, you know, your uh, emotions should be ha- joyful and all that and, and strong along when you put out what your intention is and you need to have emotion around it. Well, that's why. It's because the emotional part is the magnetic part. It flavors your soup. So if you're flavoring your soup with too much pepper or too much cayenne pepper, you can have the best intention to make that chicken soup. But then you start pouring cayenne pepper in it by the bottle full. And then you let it simmer and stew and you spin it around and you're stirring up the, with the, the uh, spoon and blah, blah, blah. And then what do you get when you take that, that you know, first sip of that soup, you get a, a mouthful of cayenne pepper because you flavored that soup with the wrong spice, right? Because the things, two things go together. So it's important to understand that because a lot of times, and then people start blaming their circumstances. Then they want psychic readings. They say, oh, why is this happening to you? Well, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. And then, but they're obsessing on the I don't want part. They're obsessing, they're rehearsing the emotional signature of negativity, the emotional, the downward spiral of the emotions. That's what they're rehearsing. That's the emotional rehearsal. Have you ever had a situation, okay, you, you don't like somebody at work or you don't like, you know, a certain person, and you start to panic about that, and you start to, you start to think about, okay, I'm going to say this. Okay, I'm going to say that. Oh, I'm going to, 
I'm, when I talk to that boss, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say, uh, you know, he's going to say this, and then I'm going to say that. Well, well, if I said this, and that would really, you know, dig him that way. And, that, and you start to mentally rehearse this highly volatile negative situation and how you're going to conquer or whatever, but, that's, but the, the flavor of that energy is jamming and resistance. It's jamming up and resistance. Okay, so so that's what you're gonna that so when your circumstances read out and you get into that room with that boss, you've mentally rehearsed, you know, your demise. <laughs> you know, you've mentally rehearsed a really tough situation. Now, the better way to do that, if you can't bring yourself to seeing yourself having this wonderful conversation with your boss because it's not normal, right? It's not your normal experience with that person. Um, the way, one of the ways I teach my advanced gals to do this, so I'm giving you a little, you know, tidbit here, is flavor the day or flavor that conversation with a bigger, broader word. Like, when I finish this conversation with Bob today, I'm going to feel relieved, I'm going to feel reassured. I'm going to feel heard. Okay? I'm not saying, say, I'm going to feel joyful. I'm going to feel blissful. I'm going to feel, you know, because that's kind of big, right, for somebody that you've been in a constant battle with. But when you say, I want to, you know, my intention after this conversation is to feel a sense of relief or to feel a sense of reassurance or to feel a sense of clarity or to feel a sense of freedom or whatever that is, what you do is you give your higher self and that person's higher self and the grid a lot more leeway to bring in a circumstance and have it read out in a way that is more in alignment with where you really want to be, right? So if you're going in there with conquering energy, I just want to win. And I see a lot of people do this. They love debating. They love beating people up. They love the, you know, the argument. They have a lot of passion around the argument itself. I'm going to show him, I'm going to get revenge, you know. So understand that's rocket fuel for whatever it is your intention is, right? And that can spin out and work against you if you're not sending it the right way. And and every single thought and emotion counts. So if you have a thought or emotion and you say, oh, wow, I'm not supposed to think that. Mari said, no, I can't think that. Just say cancel, cancel, and, you know, and then reestablish what it is that you want to experience okay so that's a that's a really really good tip kind of jumping down my agenda here but that's a really good way to handle you know people right negative people and and those types of scenarios the the most important thing to remember is to not is that the circumstances don't matter your state of being is what matters circumstances don't matter your state of being your what you're sending out is what matters the, the circumstances are just the EKG printout of what the machine was reading in the frequency. So this is how I say you want to go with your frequency first. You want to put your frequency ahead as your priority and say, you know, if I'm going into a situation, you can do this. If you go into the mall and you want to catch sales, you could do this, you know, with your kids, you know, as they're getting on the bus in the morning you know, sending great frequency their way, seeing them coming off the bus in the evening, you know, excited or in the afternoon, excited about having a great day at school, you know, um, bright, happy, healthy, you know, cheery. They didn't lose anything. You see everything that they you sent with the backpack, come home in the backpack, you know, all that kind of stuff. 
you can, that's how you can, you know, use your frequency. And I think it's important to understand, and this is something I, I really try to outline in all of the work, is it's really important to apply this to the most mundane of things. Because that's how you really get the most opportunity to practice and build a habit. You know, if you're only applying it to your big miracle vision board, you know, um, and then you're going about your day where you're spending most of your waking time, you know, hours and hours and hours back in, you know, I call it muggle thinking, where it's just like the non-magical, the non-frequency-oriented type of, you know, mundane kind of thinking and behavior and choices that you're making with your frequency, what you're going to do is you're, you're habitually training yourself for hardship. And then you're leaving the most powerful tool that you have, which is managing your frequency for, you know, these things often your distance, these, you know, that you don't even really believe you can get unless some sort of miracle happens. I'm not, that, that's a whole other show. We'll talk about the miracles and how to make miracles happen on another show. Okay? I'm talking about making sure that your day runs. Um, from end to end, from the time you get up to the time you go to sleep in the most, you know, alignment possible with what you really desire. I don't want to say control because then people get freaked out and, you know, oh, I did this and I did that and it still didn't go my way, so I want to know what I did wrong. So I'm not going into controlling everything because there are things that are going to go in different directions than you might think. But if you're going for the overarching feeling of, relief of reassurance of clarity of you know these types of things you're going to get that feeling on the back end and you'll be amazed when you do that you give so much leeway for your higher self and the higher self of all involved higher self of all involved to top your best idea remember anything that you think you want is based on the limitation of what your brain has been exposed to in the past that your mental mind has been exposed to already or what your mental mind is, um, you know, you've read about or read about other people's exposure. It doesn't go any further than that. All of the inspiration, the creativity, the new ideas, the, you know, aha moments come from your higher self. They come from the energetic side. They don't come from your mental mind. Your mental mind is just there to organize things in, on the physical plane so that you can, you know, function here. But that it's not the origination. It's not the originating place. It's the receptacle of what comes from the energy. Okay, so I'm going to say that again. Your mental mind is the bucket of what of inspira- for inspiration coming from your energetic self, your higher self. So it's just literally the receptacle that gets the inspirations and then it catalogs it and it also catalogs physical experience. It records every single experience. Sure, Akashic Records are. It records every single experience. So what you're getting is your mental mind is like this catalog, and it has it's filled with memories and past and, you know frequency signatures and all that. And it likes to have things organized and in control. And you know, oh, I used to. And I hear people say it all the time. Oh, you know, I tried this new thing. Now I have been doing that type of thing for ten years. And well, you know, before in, in 1995 when I did this, I got this, and I don't understand why I would remember it now. You know, all this, and it's like, really? No, <laughs> it, 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 it's it's a limitation actually of the past, right? Because your mental mind is very limited. So that's why, um, you know, as much as I've tried to retire from my business and, you know, just go off into the sunset and ride horses and dance and things, 
I keep getting pulled back to teaching and speaking and writing and channeling. Um, and and they are, and the, the the big thrust that I keep hearing from the channel is it's new times. It's new times. We're in unprecedented, uncharted waters here, and they have to understand how to manage frequency. They have to understand that they're creating now on a grid that's extremely sensitive and extremely volatile and extremely powerful. And when you are on that grid and you are working that grid, you have to understand the gears and how it works. You know, it's like you've been keeping keys to the Lambo. You've been driving around in a, you know, a little four-cylinder car, and then you get this Lamborghini, and you can't drive it the same way. You can't. It's, it's a lot more responsibility. It's a lighter car. It's a faster car, blah, blah, blah. The power. It's the power. And it's less is more. You don't need to slam your foot down on the gas on a, in a Lamborghini to go fast to get somewhere, right, whereas you would in a four, four, little four-cylinder, you know, car, right? So same thing with this. So it's really about taking energetic responsibility, you know, and, and really upgrading your energetic education so that you can, you know, manage this, these, you know, bigger circumstances that are, that are upon us. Now, let's talk a little bit about um, going beyond yourself and moving your frequency around to support, help others, you know, work with the weather and, and whatnot. So it's interesting about the weather. I wrote a big post on this. If you go on my Facebook page on any of them, I have three. And whether it's my personal page, the AHA International page, or the other, like, Mariana public figure page, you'll see I put this post up, prayer and intention, and what Hurricane Irma happened to be doing. And um, for the most part, (laughs) people got it. People got where I was going with it. A couple of people, not so much, but, you know, whatever. That happens. So please do not email me after the show and say, oh, it's all science, it's all blah, blah, blah. I get it. I get, I get that point of view. But what I'm saying is it's time to rise up above concrete because there is really nothing that's concrete, but your perception of concrete reality and, and get into the expansion of frequency and how it really works so that you can start to live a much more efficient and empowered life. And especially in you know, tough circumstances. Florida is an interesting place because um, it's an international uh, resort destination. So a good chunk of the world has been to Florida, um, unlike Texas or Jersey or, you know, you know, Wyoming and these types of places. Florida is very, very, you know, wins, you know, one of the bigger popularity contests of the, all the states in the U.S., Florida is also where a lot of people retire, right? So a lot of people have relatives or friends there. And then, of course, with the climate and the locale and everything, there's, you know, there's, you know, whole industries. I know the horse industry is there, you know, so from my perspective, it's a huge, it's the one, it is the biggest, you know, mecca of the horse world there. Um, and, you know, of course, there's Disney World and there's, you know, all these vacation properties and then, you know, a lot of people who are, um, elderly and, and et cetera. So you, it's a very, very uh, emotionally charged place, right? People have, uh, they can relate to that state more so than many other states in the, in the world, in the country. And so, um, and if you ask other people around the world about 
have you heard of Florida? They would say yes. Whereas other states, it's kind of funny. I've seen stats on the other states. They don't even know where they are, what they, that they even exist. And, oh, that's a state, you know, like that. So, um, so there's so so I'm bringing that up for a reason because that means that frequency-wise, because people can relate to it, the group consciousness, which is, means that everybody's energy collectively together right, because we're all interconnected. The group consciousness is a little bit more invested in places that we can relate to, that we have an emotional charge on, emotional connection. Most people say, oh, I know somebody in Florida. Oh, I know so-and-so's parents are in Florida. Oh, we visited Florida and went to Disney World. Oh, we had our family reunion in Florida. Oh, I love Miami. Oh, I love, you know, all these different things. And we had a huge storm in, you know, Harvey the week before. But Arma took on a whole, it was like quadruple Harvey, right, as far as media coverage, as far as intensity, you know, you're evacuating 5 million people. You've got, so you have a group consciousness, and that's the story, that's how the story is building it. I'm getting to the point here. You have a group, group consciousness that is extremely intense. And what happens is there's an extra, like, three major things going on. One is, you know, flat out fear, right? You know, well, one is evaluation. Is being a storm girl, you know, part of the East Coast storm life. When you are someone who lives in places that get storms on a regular, fairly regular basis, you get a sixth sense about them, right? Because you exercise that intuitive muscle, that weather intuition quite often. So you can kind of tell, hey, you know, I'm going to go into work today. It, it should be okay. And you've also had experience of getting through bad days and stuff and, you know, hard weather and stuff, and you've managed it and stuff, so you kind of know your limit of, like, what you're going to put up with, what you're not – you know when you're not going to drive in the snowstorm, you know, as opposed to, hey, when you're going to take a chance. You can see – you watch the Doppler radar along with the weather guys. Yeah, you know, no, they're just trying to make news tonight. No, no, oh, wait, no, that one, that one's not good. That, no, okay, we're staying home. Let me pull the kids out of school. You kind of know, right, because you get a sixth sense about it because you're experiencing it have um a, a, a you know a world event level storm like hurricane sandy like um like harvey like uh katrina you have you know and and of course now irma the collective consciousness all like locks in right and here's the two competing frequencies that were going on that i paid special attention to one is all of the people who are actually on the ground there, right? And they may not know their neighbors a month ago, but they know them this week. Because <laughs> everybody bands together when it's a community level event. And it wasn't just one community, it was the entire state, right? So any Floridian was part of this whole thing. There was just no way around it. And so you have that, right? And and, the, and it also doesn't just involve adults. Like so, like the Russia thing and the Trump thing and all that. That involves adults. The kids aren't as much involved. I mean, they are because you know it's it's got a huge trickle effect, but not the same way as the adults. But when you're involving, like, is the house going to you know blow down or be flooded? The kids are involved too. So you have their intention, which is like way bigger than our energy as adults because you know they're pure. So you have all those kids praying, you have all those adults praying, you have all those elderly people, you have, and then you have everybody watching. So there's a tremendous amount of thrust and torque in the thought and the emotion, okay, that's being put out around this storm thing. 
more so than you know when somebody got shot or you know the the you know or when somebody some some political thing goes down or you know because some people that people polarize and some people care that the guy who got shot other people were glad he got shot other people are hysterical that he got shot you know there's all kind you know somebody wants the gun somebody doesn't want the gun so the intention is all over the place but in a weather event like this the intention is very much going in the same direction of the people on the ground. We don't want the storm. It's also going in that direction for the people who love those people or care about those people or care about that area who are not media or weather oriented. They don't want the storm either, (laughs) right? So you've got a huge thrust of people who don't want this thing. But then you have a thrust of people who are really excited to see it because one, the ratings, you know, give them something to bite down on and, and, and you know, the ratings are going to go up. But the meteorologists, remember, weather is their passion. It's like my horses and my dancing or your knitting or your, you know, rollerblade, you know, whatever, whatever sport or, you know, your soccer, whatever it is that you love, your spa visit. For these weather people, this is a career event. Can you imagine going through your career and everything that you are excited to see nobody really wants because it's going to, like, rip things apart? (laughs) But because you're so fascinated by it, you want to see, like, what would a Category 5 hurricane really look like? What would the numbers on that be? What would the graph be? What would the barometer do? Oh, my goodness. Oh, and, and what you saw, and what I was observing, this is what I posted about, is how these weather guys were Oh, they were on fire. You could see their eyes were all glazed over. They're, all, they're looking at their models in there, and they've got the floor. And, you know, they're not, they're not the last back half of the news anymore. They're like all the entire thing. And this is their moment. This is the Oscars. I mean, this is a once-in-a-thousand-year storm. This is something that he won't see in, his, in the rest of his lifetime. You know, for us, it's great. He won't see this in the intensity of emotion. He wants to see it. Now, they don't want people to die, and they don't want destruction by any stretch of the imagination. But they really do want to see those weather changes because part of what they do, that's their passion. So what I started to see was, you know, storms coming. Of course, now we have these fantastic, you know, predictive things, and they're talking about the storm 14 days out. And I remember when I heard the word, oh, my, so, uh, I gotta watch that one. I started seeing, seeing rumblings of it, and I was like, "Wow, okay, there's something on that storm. There's something on it." And I just, started to, you know, it, it got on my radar. Other ones I don't really listen to, and um, and you know, and and as it, it started to get escalate, 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 the governors, the president, everybody's getting involved, and so now you've got this real intense, you know, engine. So, okay, so the storm hits Barbuda and kills it and kills St. Martin and St. Thomas and all this. And so now the pictures are real big and now that, you know, it's all over the top. And now here's what happens. You start to see pictures and it's physical and it's real and it's no longer speculative. Now intention goes into overdrive. People on the ground in overdrive, you know, everybody's intention is this thing's got to go away. This we got to get out of here. We've got to get to safety. It's all about survival. The intensity of the, the municipalities gets really intense. You know, we've got to save these people, save structure, infrastructure, make sure that we can get the power back on the grid. Then you've got the weather people. And, you know, and so you have that crisscrossing intention. And they don't, you know, they want to keep people safe too, worry about storm surges and all this. What I saw happen was this. That storm, as it got closer, 
And yes, I get it. Went over Cuba, downgraded a little bit, and then upgraded over the Keys, and blah, blah, blah. I was watching too. But what I also know is that the level of prayer and intention for that thing to go out to sea was so strong because so many people were living it, but then all of the people who were watching it, people who don't even pay attention to other things other than what's in front of their nose, heard about that storm and said, oh, and they're on Facebook, on social media, I'm sending prayers to Florida. Let's pray for Florida. Let's pray for Florida, Florida, Florida. These people are on the other side of the country. You know, they're on the other side of the world. People have said, I literally had emails come to me saying, I hope that you're okay in the U.S. You heard about Irma. I'm like, okay, I'm 3,000 miles away from Irma. But that's, you know, where it was. That storm started to break down. And at one point, there was a report on MSNBC, middle of the night, because since I'm in California, I'm getting the middle of the night reports, you know, from the East Coast. And they said, you know, the storm is starting to break up. And the weather people started to lose their minds. And I saw it happen in Sandy. I saw it happen in Hurricane Irene in particular because we had actually worked on that storm to make it move out to sea. I saw it. It was several blizzards. When we started to work energy and prayer and all that, and do that, that sort of pushed the storm, um, the weather started changing. And all of the anticipated predictions started to go awry. And the, what happens is the media people start to get panicked that it's not the prediction is going to be off and they're going to get blamed for them and the prediction not coming true. Like, oh, yes, it is coming. That storm is going to come. I'm telling you, it's going to be 15 feet. I know this doesn't look good now, but that's just because the back half of the thing didn't come to the front half of the thing. And I'm looking at this guy, and I'm like, he is fighting to make sure that this storm destroys something. <laughs> you know? Like, he is fighting for the cataclysmic level event. Because not only did he predict it, and he wants his predictions to be right, you know, because it's a win, right? Especially with male energy, it's a win. But it was also because it's a world event for him. I mean, it's a career event for him, right? So you see this happening over and over again. And there's this, we are going to keep this up. And, and instead of saying, you know what, guys, I don't know what's going on, but, you know, whatever you guys are doing, this is great. Let's keep going after it. Let's keep going after it. You know, let's see this thing, you know, all the way through seeing people in safety. And, no, no, this is going to be the worst thing. Now, you want, to, you want people to pay attention and evacuate. You're not going to, you know, soften it for them, of course. But from the just a purely energetic perspective, what I saw was that the weather, when the weather really did start to seem like it was, you know, going to go in a different direction, and, of course, it went off the middle and all, over to the west and all that, that the media, meteorologists got very, very intense about, no, this thing is going to damage something. This thing is going to flood. This is going to be a surge, da, 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 and justifying the predictions. Everybody else is like, we're keeping the prayers going. We're going, you know, and, you know, and in, in parts of the eastern seaboard of, of Florida didn't get anywhere near what they expected, West Palm and all that. So what I'm saying to you is when you're watching a storm, Know that when you send prayers, when you send energy, I'm going to talk to you about how, you know, some things you can do in a second. When you do that, it works. It works. And you watch those reports now a little differently. And look at the crisscrossing intention because intention, the, the grid is neutral, right? The grid is not saying, oh, hurricane bad, let's stop the hurricane. The grid isn't saying, oh, hurricane good, let's go kill Florida. The grid is just neutral. This thing is happening on the grid. This is a weather event. And, and it's happening. And then because it's energy, though, our human abilities are, are so, you know, beyond human abilities, which we all have, can influence that because it works at the level of the energy that created the storm, the energetic aspects of the storm. There's energetic aspects of everything. There's energetic aspects of you. There's energetic aspects of the storm. There's energetic aspects of your animals, your car, your, you know, anything in your space, in your world has an energetic aspect 
Okay, so that's what you're doing. When you're working these storms, you're not working the rain and the wind. You're working with the energy of the storm from your energy to its energy. And that's what was happening. People didn't really know it. But because it was so intense, everybody's focus was, oh, no, 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 we can't have this. No, 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 no. I don't, no, we can't. <laughs> you know, if Florida needs to survive, I'm not in there. I don't, I don't live there. But we need to send prayers to Florida, right? So. When you are um, looking at a situation like this, what you can do is, number one, is to really uh, watch what you say about it. No matter what, you're going to watch those predictions and watch the reports a little differently because what you're going to do is start to feel them, not just watch them. You're going to, instead of watching it like like a victim, like, oh, my God, look at what just happened on the radar. Oh, jeez, oh, God. You know, instead you're going to say, okay, see that, all right. And, okay, with high winds, I was telling one of my friends who was in Florida, she was actually in Jacksonville, um, I said, you know, just say to the wind, just as you're sitting in your house, and she's like, I think a roof is going to blow off and everything. I said, just say settle. First of all, you want to put a big circle of white light around wherever you are. So if you're on the ground in one of these things, Wherever you are, you can do it around. What I used to do at my house in Jersey is put a bullseye. So I put a, I would envision a circle of white light going all the way around my actual property of, you know, my house, in, in the house and outside of the house, and then see another circle of light around the greater perimeter of your property, and then you can do one around your block and around your, you know, your town and all that. But you want to have these, what it is, it's a circle of protective white light. And you see, like, first you see, like, the circle, and this is if you're going to do a visualization of it, you're going to see that circle of white light lighting up on the ground. Like, you know, like, a, like, like um, you know, the lines in the street. And then you're going to see it rise up as a column of white light. You can see the column go down into the earth, and you can see it go all the way up out into the galaxy. You don't want to stop at, like, the height of your house. You want to go all the way up. And what that does is it protects your house. It puts a shield around your house. I'm not saying a tree isn't going to fall on your house. But what I'm saying is that you will have way less damage. The tree may fall the other way. You can even tell the trees, please, if you're going to fall, fall away from the house. And you can because the trees have energy, too. Um, and, and so you can just see, you know, say, you know, I love you. And if you're going to fall, please fall away from the house. I did that actually for Hurricane Santa. We didn't have any trees on my house at all. And there was a tree that literally went down the middle of the house across the street. So, you know, it's, it's fascinating how, um, you know, these practices work. I have all kinds of stories. It could take three shows to talk to you about stories of clients and things, you know, help themselves in these storms. So you can see yourself, again, in, in this white light. And then for things like wind and rain and, and all that, you can say settle, 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 settle. And you just stay on that one word of breathing deeply and settle, settle, like that. And what that does is since you get on a repetitive word, and it's, you know what settle means, and you can you know envision a still pond or whatever, but you just say settle, what you'll do is you'll slow down the energy. Again, you'll, you'll, it'll lessen. I'm not saying it'll completely dissipate. Sometimes it does. You know, Hurricane Irene, it did. There's other ones that, like Sandy, it did, but it wasn't as bad as it could be. And this is what I would start to watch with um, Irma as well. So, um, so uh, my friend did that. Her roof did stay on her house. Um, yes, of course, they did lose power, but there was other miraculous things that sort of configured to, to ease, you know. So what you're looking for in a storm, especially when you're scared, is to just talk, is settle, 
and ask for ease. Ask for ease. And just, you know, and, and that could be with the power, with the, you know, the, your provisions, your generators, you know, and you're just breathing. You want to always use your breath in these things, too, to keep, keep breathing deeply because energetic information, downloads, if you will, of intuitive direction comes on the molecules of oxygen that you take into your body. That's how it, where, how it comes. That's how it transforms energetic into your physical body so you can perceive it as thought. So the deeper you breathe and the more you focus, you will influence what's going on. Now, those people in Florida had a lot of help because everybody was, you know, all hands on deck around the world to help Florida out, right? We were all hands on deck. Even though you know, our crazy White House, everybody was all hands on deck. People had investments there in the Sarasota. So what you saw was um, the, you know, this the storm, you know, going now to a category two, and the news people were still saying, "Oh, but I tell you this, okay, we might not have the wind, it might be a category two, but the storm surge is coming. Fifteen feet is happening. It's going to happen." And yesterday I saw a New York Times article, and it said why the storm surge did not reach the level anywhere near the levels of what they were predicting. And it was this whole long thing. And I said, you know, they should just say, because people prayed. <laughs> because people said no. That was it. Because there was such a huge protective wall of intention with heightened emotion. Okay. So bringing this full circle, we have heightened emotion of we want our homes and our animals and our families and our schools and our churches and our hospitals and our old folks' homes and all these things that we have in Disney World and everything in Florida to still be standing on the other end of this thing. And everybody's intensity of emotion was so strong. And so there was it was spiritually, obviously not 100%, but spared tremendously. So that's, you know, how to manage that piece. Now, Let's talk a little bit, because I'm looking at the time here. I could talk about this. I guess this could have been two shows, but, um, you know, I'm getting the point across, is uh, why overall these things are happening. Okay, so what we have now in evolu- energetic evolution is in a very precarious time. We have a tremendous amount of churn, and what's it's really happening is it's, it's in evolution. We're in a, in a throttle. It's like, you know, the the, ga- the foot is on the gas pedal, and then the gas pedal is pressed down to the ground as far as throttling us forward in forward progression and of, of humanity. And the first thing that happens is things drop away and systems break down. That's why every system, every government system, the UN, and this is internationally, Brexit, all that stuff, all of this, everything is in question, right? Because these old constructs, yeah, they were fine in 1950, but they're not going to work going forward in 2050, right? So they have to change. And so the first thing is a breakdown, right? Breakout, seeing all the corruption, seeing all the, you know, all the things that, you know, the, the takeovers of the elections, all these different things. All of this is to bring it to light now of people who are also apathetic and making it everybody's problem, not just one group's problem. It's not just the Muslim's problem or just, you know, the, the Christian's problem. This is everybody's problem. There is something going on that's affecting every single segment of society. And if it's not, you know, from a political perspective, now we've got the weather involved and that you know, there's no ignoring it. You know, nobody was saying, are you a Repu-? Irma wasn't saying, okay, Republicans, I'm going to hit your houses. Democrats, I'm not going to hit yours. I mean, it wasn't happening, right? It's everybody. It doesn't matter how Trump, you know, your Mar-a-Lago or, you know, that person's mobile home, but she didn't care, right? So it equalizes the level, everybody. It's a level playing field because now everybody's vulnerable, right? So then what, what do you do? What happens with that? Well, what you do is you get an acceleration 
of unification, of thought, of energy, of focus, of compassion. You get an acceleration, a rapid, like an explosive opening of the heart energy. And what that does is it balances the intense level of technological advancement that we've had. And we know that civilizations have gotten so technology, technologically advanced without the compassion alongside of it have literally blown themselves up, Atlantis and, and that type of thing. We also know that when we get into, you know, areas where it's completely about heart energy and no technology like Bali, you know, you're not getting a lot done from a, you know, forward modern life kind of perspective, right? So, the, so, what, you're, so what we're going for, for the world kind of more at large is to get the level of compassion, get the corruption to drop and, you know, people to pay attention to what's really happening. And then also you're going to have these big, you know, what we call cataclysmic events happen because it unifies us from a state of compassion. It actually is a protection for the actual, for the planet to stay intact. Okay. For us to stay intact. So, when you see that, it, 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 you can ease some of the anxiety, right? Because what, what, this is why we're having so many things happen all at once is because if you have one group that's really, really compassionate and another group is like, ah, that doesn't really involve me, I don't care, and they're still apathetic, that's not moving humanity forward. And what we're doing right now is mankind is being throttled forward and nobody's being left behind. That's why there's something that affects Everybody, all ages, all races, all sexual orientations, you know, something is affecting everyone. So um, what you can do going forward is to really invest in learning more about your frequency, learning how to manage it, putting it in place and practicing with it on the mundane things in your day so that when you get the bigger things like a storm around your house or, you know, whatever, you know, bigger things that are, you know, more, quote, valuable to you than, you know, doing your dishes or going to the grocery store, that you have your skills built up, you have your habits in place so that it becomes a sixth sense to you, it becomes a natural reflex for you to go into your frequency first, and you know how to use it for emergency situations, plus you know how to use it for your regular everyday stuff and the stuff in between. Okay, so um, I am going to, let's see, I'm going to take one question here real quick. Um and Sam, I know that I've talked for a long time, but hopefully uh, we have Debbie. And hi, Debbie. Hey, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. What's your question? Um, I have a really hard time with my stomach before these storms, like the solar plexus um, area. Yes, yeah, and yeah, yeah. What can, what can you do about that? Is there anything that you can make more comfortable? If you're empathic? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. One is um, you can actually go into a meditative space and put yourself in a shield, you know, a shield of white light and ask for And then you can also ask Archangel Raphael to put green light there, kind of like a band, almost like a waist trainer. That's what they're uh-huh. showing me is just like put a waist trainer, like it, like an energetic waist trainer around you, right, so that you're, you're kind of protected that way. And then okay. also one of the things I used to do when I was doing mediumship readings and the, and the spirits would tell me how they died. When I first started, they would literally give me the feelings of the car accident or whatever, and I said, okay, no, stop. And when I was um, being trained in it, one of the things I was taught is that you can say um, – I could be made aware of it, but in thought alone, not in my body. 
and you can literally make it so that your body doesn't have to go through the, that experience. So those are two okay. things you can do. Um, but just the, the fact that you know that it's around, you know, uh, that you respond that way uh, is actually really good. So, yeah, you, can, you have a very intense... Um, close relationship with your you know the energy of your body and it's clearly a good antenna so um this should work those two things should work pretty well for you i know i had a friend who would always get terrible nose before an earthquake and she would have these huge nose being we're like oh god watch me the next day it was like you know huge earthquake so there are bodies responding to the earth energy like that um okay take good care of yourself you know and again learning how to manage this frequency stuff you'll get more of a muscle for it you know, so you won't okay. like, have to overlift. You know what I mean? Like, because that's what's happening is that energetically you're just like overlifting because you know this is going to affect people. You know, and right. you're experiencing it and feeling. It. I know I had intense anxiety for like the week and a half leading up to the storm. Like, oh my God, what is going on? This is not me. And then I realized it's the collective. It's the collective. You know, this is something, and that's why I'm right. paying attention to the news and stuff because it was just like you, it happens to people when they get on planes. I know I've gone. I'm not afraid to fly, and I, I've gone and I've sat down, and then all of a sudden I start getting like really nervous, and my hands start shaking. I'm like, what's going on? I'm not a you know fearful flyer. And I look next to the person next to me, and I hold the rosary, and they're like, oh, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, like there's a lot of scared flyers on today, you know. So that's when I just put a white shield around me like that column of white light that I talked about putting around your house you can put around yourself okay or you can see light emanating from you pushing light out what you don't okay. want to do and this will be the last thing I say before I jump off is you don't want to fight it oh my gosh Thank what you. about sleep though sleep is so hard you I mean oh that's the especially for a hurricane or a storm that's that's the worst you know yeah Drinking a lot of water, taking a lot of deep breaths, doing the, you know these these um, these uh, practices. You know, storms are temporary. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm up when it, when there's a major storm. When I like Hurricane Sandy, I didn't sleep. You know, you're not gonna like go and sleep when you're you're in danger. You know what I mean? The house could blow over. You know what I mean? So there's right. like, there's the common sense aspect. You don't expect to get the greatest night's sleep during a storm, but. Um, at the same time, if you do these practices, the sleep which should be easier if you're not, like, you know, directly involved. So okay. I'm going to have to jump off, but I hope that's helped. Thank and have you. a great day. Thanks for calling in. Take care. All right, everybody. Well, I, I want to just um, – hopefully that has helped. I just want to, um, again, invite you to take our quiz, your What's Your, our what's your Frequency quiz, and you can go to um, our Facebook page, at facebook.com forward slash AHA Moments International or our website at theahaway.com and grab uh, the quiz and, and take a look and be sure to watch those videos and get your Frequency Booster Toolkit. And I am looking forward to seeing you in a class real soon. Um, we also have actually an advanced class called Personal Alchemy that will be starting next week. And an email went out about that. Our registration is closing in two days. So it's a really, really awesome class. It's all about doing the stuff we talked about tonight, but, at, you know, on an advanced level. So if you registered, if you were um, in the quiz, a protege or a magician, that's a perfect level for you, um, you know, those, those two score levels. And, um, and I would love to see you in class. It's going to be really good in four weeks. Uh, and there's the emails going out. So if you're not on our list, make sure that you just go to theahaway.com and, and get on our list, and you'll get emails about it. Again, the, the registration is closing at midnight on Thursday, and there's like a $50 off thing and whatnot. So um, 
So I think that's it. I think that's good for today. We'll be back on the air next week, same time, same place. And we will end with my motto, because my producer, Sam, reminded me last week that I didn't. I hadn't been on the air for so long, I forgot. And that is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it, too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Care, everybody. Have a great night.